Hi, Thomas here. We're hosting a very special event in Dallas in November, and we'd like to have you join us. It's all about you understanding your soul's journey and your partners and your kids. It's the soul blueprint from the universe, and we're going to show it all to you here. So check out lifeafterliferadio.com for all the details. Okay, hit it, Majana. Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Hello, everybody. Welcome back, and it's so good to see you as always. Let's talk reincarnation. <laughs> what a topic. When you look at this topic, there's, first of all, some several questions come to mind. Okay, what is it exactly? What's the purpose, and why are we so intrigued with this? If you're not real familiar with the concept of reincarnation, the basis is our souls come back time and time again as different personalities to experience life and to learn and to grow. Okay, that's also, I guess, the purpose is to learn and to grow. Then you can add more layers. Do we have to always come back to Earth? Or can we also experience a life in another dimension, on another planet, in another solar system, galaxy, whatever. So there's layers to that, right? The purpose, again, it depends on what belief system you look at. The purpose could be learning, experiencing to grow because your soul is wanting to experience things it cannot experience when it's not in a body. Yes, your soul is up there within or up there, out there with infinite intelligence and all that is and is perfectly content and happy. It's a great place to be. And that would get kind of boring, right? So it wants to experience, and that's why a piece of it breaks off and comes into have an earth experience. There's another train of thought that says, well, because we are actually evolving, you learn and you grow, and the goal is become enlightened. It's enlightenment. Another one is, I thought this one was interesting. If you look back at the Bible, it talks about God, the I am, or Yahweh, is the main God, and then there are lesser gods, Elohim. And my understanding, and I am not like really Bible literate, so you can check me on this. My understanding is Elohim were different gods of different areas in the Bible, and those people would give offerings to the Elohim that, or Elohim, Maybe him is sing. I don't know, singular, plural. Anyway, offer, give offerings and sacrifices. But then Yahweh was the main guy, and so I've heard a theory that we are all actually Elohim. We are here to practice creating, and then when we have reached that level of perfection in creating, we actually no longer become physical. We just are creators and we create other universes and planets and so forth. So when I was looking at all of this and my head was spinning because I was desperately seeking answers in college, what I finally came up with is, does it really matter? The bottom line is we are here having a human experience and all that really matters is this lifetime right now. And 
I do believe that I'm here to be the best person that I can be. I think we all have a mission that we're supposed to accomplish in this lifetime, and there are many ways to do that. But it is all about love. As I've shared before, all of my decisions and concepts and ideas are based on my experiences, just like yours are. And I'm just sharing those with you because I am aware that I've got a few different sort of experiences than a lot of people have. Why are past lives so interesting? Why do we have such an intrigue about that? Well, I I love this. I love William Shakespeare's line, All the world's a stage, and all the men and women are merely players. Bingo! I think one of the reasons we're so fascinated by our past lives is because, same reason we're fascinated with TV and books, it takes us away from where we are. There's a little bit of fantasy there, whether it's grounded in reality or not. In this lifetime, that's fantasy for us because we don't have a direct memory of that. So the idea of seeing ourselves as some king, a ruler, or powerful person, or somebody that saved society and did great good, that's all so attractive and appealing. Oh, yeah, in that life, I was really, really wealthy and had unlimited power. It's amazing talking to people. How many have had some sort of a past life regression and they are somebody famous? I'm like, okay, there just can't be that many Joan of Arcs, you know, or whoever. The same person could not be that many different souls. So are past life regressions valid? Sure. But again, what really matters is right now, the here and now. So I think past lives are relevant only in how they affect you in this life. Another concept of past lives or reincarnation is that you have karma. You build karma with other people through your interactions. And if you were a really great person and treated somebody really well, you have good karma. If you weren't, you have bad karma. You're here with certain people to work out that karma. I think there is some truth to that, but I don't think our entire lifetime is just to make amends with somebody. You can do that quickly and move on. Again, the universe is just too vast. It's way bigger than this. The other thing that makes me laugh about past life regressions, I have never, ever heard anybody say that they were some low life. A listener who has become a friend, this was his idea and we were emailing, I love it. I love this because he said, you know, nobody claims that they were a thief or worse, right? really bad character. He said, I would be disappointed if I hadn't been. (laughs) I love that. Because that's true. We have not all been, every lifetime, greatness. What is there to learn from greatness every time? There are lessons. But you it's about opposites, right? So you do have to experience the negativity. And nobody wants to claim that they were Ted Bundy or, you know, a mass murderer or psycho in a previous life. And I'm going to just toss this out there. When we don't want to own that or even accept that possibility, what does that say about the judgment that we have in this lifetime towards those people? When you see somebody homeless, when you see, you think about somebody in a mental institution or that's having mental health issues that aren't even so severe they need to be institutionalized, we do have a stigma around that. That's kind of shows up in that bias. Oh, I couldn't have possibly done that. I would have never done that. Or I don't want to own that. 
there's judgment there. So I'm just asking you to be aware of that because it's all about love, loving everybody and accepting everybody without judgment. If a soul reincarnated in this lifetime and took on any of those issues, mental health, homelessness, any of those really tough things, man, my heart goes out to them as people. And I also have a really like sense of respect, admiration, and awe. And it's hard to deal with them on a human level sometimes. I mean, I've had people in my face. So you do have to be careful and protect yourself because it's all about now. But you can send them love, and you can certainly have empathy for them. Okay, off my soapbox. All right, so integrating past lives into this life. We have been talking about yogic numerology. In our upcoming event in November, our friend Hemet will be doing your yogic numerology. And that's such a cool system. When Hemet did my numbers for me, one thing that showed up is my past lives are very prevalent for me in this lifetime. He said that I have access to the past life wisdom and memories. And I was so shocked when he said that because since childhood, I've had very, very, very vivid visions and memories of past lives. They're not always pleasant. I drowned. You know what? I have not in this lifetime taken a cruise because of this. I can't say it's a total phobia because rationally I know it was a past life. But since childhood, I see myself as a, I'd say like late teenager, early 20-year-old boy, fully dressed, and I'm swimming. It's not the Titanic. So many people have said, oh, were you on the Titanic? No. But I'm swimming in the ocean, treading water, just trying to stay above the water. And I finally am too exhausted and I give up and just let go. And I can see it. And even talking about it, I have a hard time breathing. Um, it's, it's so vivid. That was starting in childhood. Several years ago, somebody just happened to mention in a, in a reading a past life where I was a boy with my father on a military vessel. And in this period of time, that was common, that the father would take a son to help carry the stuff, carry the armory, the equipment, the guns and stuff. And that's what I was doing. And our ship went down. She described it the way I remember it. That was pretty freaky. And then I have another one, very, very vivid, because I have to end that on a positive note, that I'm in Russia. And it's winter, and I walk out of a very large, it would be like a castle, and I can see how I am dressed and with my hat and my furs that I have on me, and I walk out to a sleigh that is drawn by a single horse, and there's a driver, and I can hear the snow crunching under my boots, and it's a perfectly beautiful night, no wind, stars, no clouds. Oh my gosh, just absolutely beautiful and very cold. And I, I get in the sleigh and there are additional furs in the sleigh that I can put over me. And as we begin moving, I can hear the horse's steps in the snow and the rails of the sleigh. And even there's a bell, a single bell that I can hear kind of ringing, dinglinging as we walk along. And, and I just, I can smell the fresh air. Again, it's so beautifully vivid. 
Now, I can't tell you a whole lot more about that. I have little glimpses of other parts of that life, but that's the most vivid memory of that. So what does that have to do with this lifetime? I don't know. But I do trust if I'm having these memories and that is the most vivid and I have smaller memories, then somehow in this lifetime those can serve me. It just might simply be a reminder that obviously if I had that going on in Russia and it feels very distant, you know, I don't have a time period, but it feels very different. And so if that's what I'm remembering, then obviously I had some power and money, which we all want to have. And it makes me wonder, did I use it wisely or not? I have been told that I died in another lifetime. I was French. After the war, I was homeless and died under the bridge. I starved to death. So maybe those two balanced out that way. But memories of these and how can I apply them in this lifetime, I think is the real challenge. And if nothing else, subconsciously, we might draw from those experiences. But consciously, what I'm going to loop all of those into is, can I be a better person in this lifetime than I was in that lifetime? Can I be a better person today than I was yesterday? I mean, for me, that's what it all boils down to. That's what it's all about. I think past life regressions or even just memories can also help you resolve issues you have in this lifetime. You might have a true fear or a phobia of whatever. Maybe if you are terrified of dying, you died a really painful death, maybe slow in another lifetime in your most recent, and then you've kind of carried that with you. Maybe you didn't know that you were dead for a while. I think they are tied together. Past life regressions, just like even this lifetime, our subconscious mind forgets absolutely nothing from the time you're in utero until now. And I think some souls are in utero the whole time. Some pop in and out. But you remember those at least on a subconscious level. Most of us don't remember them consciously. But a past life hypnosis session in this lifetime can take you back to those childhood memories that you have suppressed, where issues began. And that can certainly help you as an adult. That's the value of past life regressions, in my opinion. We have so many past lives to be able to know, oh yeah, that's what I was, and that's all entertainment. Where I lived, what I did, that's cool, that's fun. But really applying it comes into play when you have some issue in this lifetime that is unresolved because you've carried it forward. We want to resolve this lifetime. You want to improve on this one. You can't improve on the past. Okay, and I get it. Quantum mechanics says there is no past, present, or future. It's all parallel universes happening right now. So when I say past, I'm talking Earth time. You cannot affect that other universe, parallel universe, of a different identity than you are right now because you're playing all of those out anyway. This gets really confusing, doesn't it? In my mind, it makes perfect sense. And it's possible to take yourself back consciously in memory to this lifetime to trace back an issue that's blocking you now. That's all subconscious stuff. Hey, we have another podcast for that, Subconscious Mind Mastery. (laughs) But it works. It works. I was able to trace back a lifelong anxiety issue that I had. I just only did this like two years ago. It was huge. Totally changed who I am, and I'm so grateful. If I was not able to do that on my own, yes, a hypnotherapist or a counselor maybe could have helped with that. I also believe we can access our previous lives 
if that is affecting something that is bothering us in this lifetime. You do that through meditation. You're not going to get there immediately, but if you practice meditation and you can go deeper, your subconscious, your soul wants to heal you. Your soul wants you to grow. So your other than conscious mind takes you back to wherever you need to be to address the concerns right now. And I and even in a previous life, you can do that. Past lives, reincarnation. It's a fun topic and there's so many branches to it. I think you just have to take what resonates with you, go with that. And then again, my decision was I'm on overload. I'm overwhelmed. So I'm just trusting the process. <laughs> I don't need all the details. I'm just going to trust the process and know that I am working on being the best person that I can be. And however I can integrate my early childhood, my past lives with all of that to become a better person and to heal, I'm down with that. All right. Y'all have a great day. We love to hear from you. You can get us at Majana at lifeafterliferadio.com. Check out the event we have in November. We're very, very excited about that. There's so much to offer. Look forward to seeing you soon. Namaste.